We ain't recording about it in like a month, ain't it? Yeah. Everybody keep asking. We're gonna give what people want though, man. Is this what you really want from me? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, King Cam. Your boy, Money Man DJ. Man, it's your podcast, favorite podcast to think about it. Podcast, man. What's up, everybody? We've been on a little hiatus. It's been a lot going on in our two lives, man. We just, one thing I would like to announce, man. Your boys have graduated college. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are now the greed. We educated. I mean, I've been educated. I graduated high school, but shit. We, I'm educated, educated. Yeah. And I'm Yo, like, hey, I'm, I'm, hey, depending on how uh how I start feeling in the next couple months, I might be educated, educated, educated. I don't yeah, know. man. So, yeah, that's that's really been the reason for the um hiatus from the podcast. But you know, we've been thinking about thinking about it. It's always on our minds, just you know, bring different things to the show, improve on the show, bring different aspects to the audience, and we appreciate everybody riding with us through this journey. Niggas got some equipment now. I got a mic now. I don't know if y'all see. Y'all probably see the little corner of it. Mike, some headphones, so man, we just adding on to the podcast for you guys believing in us, keeping us going, man. People say they've been missing us, DJ. So how you feel about it? People say they miss us, man. Man, I just be telling people straight up, I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta focus on priorities first. But think about it, is now my priority. I graduated, I ain't got shit else to worry about. I ain't got worry about no schoolwork, none of that. It's just photo shoots and think about it. Word, man. You know what I'm saying? We still out here trying to chase that check, man. But, you know, also, you will see more content coming to the podcast, dude. There's a, a big amount of our schedule being free. So, we're going to try to bring you on TV show reviews, movie reviews. Also, man, we're going to try to get into the streaming game, too, man. You know, we some gamers, too. So, man, I just appreciate everybody riding with us, man. So, also, let's get into the show, man. Mental health check-in, DJ, man. How you doing? Man, I'm good. I got some bad news yesterday night, but... Man, that shit don't stop shit, man. I'm good, man. Man, I'm, I'm just saying I'm doing it in a well place. Um, doing kind of okay because you know I just feel blessed that um the amount of family and friends and the love that I've been receiving and within the last week since my graduation and um just seeing other black people that I know that I came up with in college and friends I gained through just growing up in Greenwood. Just everybody graduated now. Everybody looking nice, spiffy. Just, you know, I'm, I'm just happy with all the black excellence going around. So, you know, that brings me joy. But also, I'm kind of like in limbo in my feelings a little bit because, like, I said, damn, I be expecting so much bad shit to happen a lot of times, you know. When some shit really go good, I'm like, damn, ain't nothing bad. I don't know, man, but shit, man, I'm blessed, man. Yeah, man, so we about to get into it, man. So who do you love for the week, man? We're going to show appreciation to today, DJ. My who do you love goes to my elementary school principal dr b she had passed away on the 30th and i just want to give my my flowers even though you know i gave my flowers when she was here which i was happy i was able to do i'm giving my flowers while she gone too so you know rest in peace dr b and um yeah that's my love what i'm showing appreciation to this week man i'm showing appreciation to battle route man i'm gonna tell you why i'm showing appreciation to battle route because i ain't i just recently like last month I think when um, we was about to go before we went to Atlanta, DJ, I was like, it's your I got into like back in the battle route, got the people like 
Geechee Gotti, Bridge, Rothstein, Tay Rock. Like, I'm just back into the culture of battle rap, man. These niggas out there rapping their ass off, saying the most disrespectful shit ever. But, you know, I just like everything, like even sports, like kind of laughing because they're not crowds are not there right now, but crowds starting to come back, man. We just had a classic with Cassidy versus Hitman Hollow. Not a classic, because both of them were kind of ass to me. But um, it was entertaining at the very least. So, and shout out to Battle Rock, man. Shout out to URL, Smack RB, all the leads out there, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all been really bringing me entertainment. Let me give, let me give another uh, Who Do You Love. I'm going to give another Who Do You Love to the class of 2021. All the black class of 2021. If you, whatever school you go to, whether it's HBCU, PWR, I want to congratulate everybody who is graduating. Cause I know for myself and I and, and Cam as well, man, we we've been through a lot, man. Just just a journey, just through college, man, and just and whatever GPA you ended with, whatever major you got, minor, whatever the hell you did, you could have been undeclared all four years, man. Hey, look, hey. <laughs> They have a business, though. They have a business. But, hey, you got a degree. So, you know what I'm saying? So, congratulations to all black class of 2021, whether they're graduating this this um, summer, this spring, or in, in December. Um, in December. Congratulations to y'all, man. And just keep grinding. Keep keep um keeping God first, man, and just stay in your lane. Everybody stay know. in their motherfucking lane. Man, so we're doing two hoodie love, man. I got another hoodie love, man. My hoodie love is all is all the fat asses on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I want to show the appreciation to all the thick in the thighs, big in the behind women on TikTok, man. They just they've been bringing me joy. I love I love scrolling. First thing I see on TikTok is a fat ass. So um, <laughs> shout out to TikTok and the fat asses on the app. I really feel like you trying to one up me, nigga. I really feel like you trying to one up. No, me. I just, I just, <laughs> I'm going to give her who do you love, man. I'm going to give a who do you love to all the beautiful black women out there, man. Shout out to all the beautiful black women. I got on social media the other day. I said, God damn. I got a lot of beautiful black women on my social media. So shout out to all the beautiful black women out there, man. Goddamn, putting that glow out there, putting all that shine and cocoa butter smell out there, man. Shout out to y'all, man. I love y'all. Damn. Well, I'll give you a third. Who do you love? Um, <laughs> man, shout out to uh, shit. Shout out to me. Who do you love? I love myself, goddammit, because I did a lot in my four years of college. I really think I ain't gonna graduate. One of the main reasons we did take a break because we could have. We it was hey. a way we couldn't take a break, but really, really had some damn work to do. Hey, we were. Hey, look, me and Cam were looking at each other like. Yeah, we need to we need to get right on their work. Yeah, we're gonna be back there in that motherfucking fall, boy. Exactly. Yeah, man, so you trying one up me again, man. I'm gonna get one last one, man. I'm gonna get my who do you love to my brother Cam. Once again. I got two who do you love this week, y'all. I got two who do you love, man. I'm giving my flowers to all the people I fought with, man. So shout out to Cam, man. Cam. But my boy. You've been through a lot, my G. I always look at I always look at like what you've been through, bro, and I try to like I try to use that as motivation, bro, because it's like a lot of shit that you've been through, bro. You could have just stopped, and I be thinking like, damn, having the shit Cam went through, bro. I don't think I could do it. Man, I'd, man, have, been I'm just, I'd have been done. Bro, I'm just giving my hood a little back to you, brother, too, bro, because you went through a lot of shit, bro. Like you, you, you a great man. I appreciate you, my brother, all, I appreciate all the way, man. We're gonna continue being brothers, man. 
Because, you know, they've been, saying, man. <laughs> they been saying, they been saying on Twitter, like, um, black men need to hype each other up more. So, congratulations to you, brother, man. You, you doing your thing, King. You doing Blessings, King. Blessings. Blessings. <laughs> but yeah, man. Shit, man. Let's get into it, man. Shit, man. It's been a lot of shit going on oh, since yeah. the last time we recorded the podcast. It's so much we go into. So my first thing I want to go into is it's a rumor going around. Oh, or not even a rumor, but like a confirmation that Joe Biden are trying to in his administration is trying to ban menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars such as backwoods. All the flavor like game blues and things like that. So, what do you feel about that, man? Because I know we got a lot of smokers who watch the podcast, and I, and I really, me personally, I feel like the bill is very anti-black. Cause who else be buying backwood cigar and shit like that? Seven, this was seven percent of black smokers use. So, man, how do you feel about that, man? Let's Just start the show off like. Let's be real, man. I done graduated. I got my degree now. I can pop my shit for real, for real now. Cause I'm an educated black man with a degree, a BA. Fuck you talking about. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna just keep it real, bro. I'm a smoker, man. I be smoking. I be smoking that gas. I ain't gonna hold y'all. <laughs> so my thing is, man. I feel like it's some bullshit because for one, y'all already pushed back the age limit to get guards and whatever the fuck else motherfuckers be wanting to buy. You already pushed the age limit back, and then not only that, now you taking away it all together like you banning it all together for people to buy it so it's like bro what what the fuck y'all nigga want to do bro like i mean at the end of the day smoking, smoking is bad i mean i mean i know weed but if you smoking blacks yeah cancel them shits smoking yeah cancel cancel them shits keep the white owls keep the backwoods keep the um switch switches games duchess what else is well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole game. It's a whole race. They can't cancel, though. They can't cancel the switches. Cancel fucking switches. Yeah, cancel. Switches are the shittiest guard ever known to man. Them shits like, hit or miss. Them shits hit or miss. Them bitches miss most of the time, though. Yeah, like, when they miss most of the time. If you get a good one, you might have a good day. You're going to have a good day if you get a good guard on um, a good switch of guard. But, yeah, um, yeah, you can cancel cigarettes. Cancel blacks. I'm for Don't don't take the guards away, man. Y'all know what niggas trying to do, bro. Matter of fact, matter y'all might as well just goddamn legalize weed, bro. Goddamn for real. Well, nigga, gonna be smoking this shit out of papers, though. I ain't got no problem smoking papers, but you know, hey. I'm, I'm a nigga, man. I'm a blunt type of guy. I'll be out here smoking out of the damn shoebox, shoebox of uh, paper. Come down. Yeah, I know about it. I don't know about all that, brother. If they take it away, shit. what you gonna do? Shit, find some way. Damn, about getting to that bomb game. That too. Word, shit, nigga. I heard, hey, you that heard? shit get you higher anyways. Yeah, get into that bomb game. Be like, Chichin Chong. I just don't like Word. smoking out of bomb because it made me feel like a crackhead. Yo, this <laughs> got a pipe and shit. Yeah, this, this, this big crackhead vibes. Yeah. Ain't no, no offense to all the bomb smokers out there, but and you no know. No offense to the crackheads either. Yo, shout out, shout out to crackheads, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the, is, bro, for real. the functional ones. They ain't got some functional crackheads out here, though. Y'all, all the crackheads ain't on the street homeless. Hey, what's There's that dude fun- that was on the Breakfast Club? He said he was on crack. Shit. Who? I don't know. They was talking about crack and shit and how he was like, motherfuckers need to not overuse crack. How the fuck you don't overuse crack? I feel like crack um, one of the things, once you get 
Once it's yeah, once you hit it, once time, it, 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 yeah, it, 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 if I had 30 days, I'd probably go into like LSDs and shit like that, like that type of drugs. I wouldn't go into like no crack though. I want to try that anyways on a regular day, bro. I ain't, cap. I ain't trying crack though, bro. I don't want to be an addict if I die. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the last memory of Cam? He was an addict. He, hey, he was hey, an addict. What, if, hey what, if, what if that was like your sin that was just like that, that sent you to hell? Yeah, I was going there stealing TVs and shit. He was on that crate. Man, I do it on like my crack. fifth day though. Like if I had five more days. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah I'm gonna see you a little early because my house still TV. Man. We'll cut them five days short. <laughs> nah, but how you, uh, since since we on the topic of drugs, how you feel about like you know shrooms and psychedelics and shit? I don't really got too much problem with that, you know, because uh, I feel like even going to even before Western culture into um Africa and Native Americans and stuff like that. People been doing those type of things in the world before Europeans, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you came to America and the European put their their stigma on a lot of things. They made a lot of things negative. But you see, Native American cultures use it, and this proof that some African tribes and um the motherland used it as you know different ways to go through rituals, healing techniques, and just to get an escape away from life. So I don't really got too much of a problem with it if it's used in a proper way where you know you ain't saying overuse it like. Pop ten illa, you know what I'm saying? Don't go crazy with it, bro. Cause like I'm saying, we don't, we don't support addicts, you know what I'm saying? Even though I know it's a lot of things to lead to addicts, you know, we ain't judging addicts on everybody who might be struggling with addiction and go get help. But you know, use it, just be smart when using a lot of things you do. Cause I'm the type of motherfucker, man. I'm out of my business. I'm keep mind my business. If it don't hurt me, I'm gonna fuck what you do, you know what I'm saying? So sure. keep doing your thing, man. So if you like to pop them perkies and LSDs and all that, why shit, man? I ain't more power to you, See, my thing is, I, I ain't big on, like, pills and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not big on pills. I'm not big on things that I got to consume. I do a... I do a, a I do, weed, nigga. I'm smoking weed, though. You consuming it, nigga? Like, you consuming it? I mean, yeah, yeah, you right, but, like, I'm not big on, like, like I'm not big on pills, bro. So, so you don't fuck with edibles? I fuck with the edible one summer. My sophomore going into my junior year, I fuck with edible. That was, like, my so, first time ever really, like... Fucking with edible. So, what's the difference between the edible and the pill? Then, like, you take a bite of an edible and you take a pill. What's the difference? I don't know. I feel like that shit. I don't know shit. But I don't. I don't <laughs> eat edible. I don't eat edibles like that. Like, I really don't eat edibles like that. I'm more of like a like a blunt smoker. You know, I don't fuck with them edibles. Cause them shits leave you high forever. You be all them bitch for thirty days. But you know, I told I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, man. I'm at the point in my life, man, I'd rather just be having me drunk, bro. Because I just hate how you feel when you be drunk, man. Yeah, because drunk, when you drink, it's like you be feeling good in the moment. But then when you wake up in the morning, that shit up. Because you like the next day, like, yeah, I'll be thinking like, damn, bro. I think I, this is how I feel the next day. Like, I'm mm -hmm. sick. Like, I feel the shit in my whole body. Like, my whole feel like my body finna shut down if I get too drunk. I'm high. I'm just high. I'm vibing. I'm lifted. Yeah. But my thing, my thing with me personally, when I smoke, like it made me feel like, like you ever seen like a snake come out of his skin? Like it be feeling like a, like a new skin that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? He feel like a new person. On oh, G, you wake up that next morning, you get that good ass, high ass sleep, and then you wake up. 
Man, yeah, man. Smoke after <laughs> <laughs> That's the vibes we on, man. But shit, man. Dude, man. What's your what's your topic, man? What you gotta bring to the table, man? Man, I really don't got nothing to bring to the table, but um well, I was thinking about something a few minutes ago. I forgot what the fuck I was thinking about. Oh yeah. Goddamn Tim Scott and damn Kamala Harris saying America isn't racist. What you how you feel about that? Yeah, I know how I feel about that. We got cool net. We got coon that one and coon one, you know what I'm saying? How can you how can you be black in America that have any type of blackness in you and say America is like not racist, like it's not a racist country? Exactly. Like how how can you fix your lips to say like this is not a racist country? Like ever like she said she said America has a racist history, but doesn't mean it's a racist country. So DJ, let me tell you like this. If I got a history of beating your ass <laughs> and talking shit to you. But I'm not a bully. <laughs> like, what kind of logic does that make? My thing is, y'all niggas having to go up every single week to the media and talk about how black people are getting killed over and over and over, and how and and we was just talking about during the election white supremacy and and all these other motherfuckers, these groups and shit like that. And then you got the nerve to say America not racist. How that makes sense. That's why, silly, that's why I don't understand. And then my thing is, Kamala Harris seen how Tim Scott got dragged through the dirt for saying America wasn't racist, and then got on air and did the same stupid ass shit. But you see, people did not react the same way towards her as they did Tim Scott because, I mean, African American people, black people, to get out of the logic that just because somebody's a Democrat means you cannot critique them, you exactly. cannot talk about them like that. Because don't be real, bro. Any Democratic supporter listening to this, man, I really don't care how you feel about the statement I'm going to make. The Democrats don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a damn about you, your family, or anything that doesn't benefit them and getting the people they want in office and benefit their corporate interests. And black people in America really, really need to realize that no party in America don't give a damn about you unless you give them money. Because really, the American people don't run the damn Senate. The corporations run the Senate. So when people start realizing that and start being so low to parties, they don't give a damn about you. And that and your party leader, the black woman, the AKA, the HBCU grad goes up there and say this country does not have a racist history. They don't care about you. They don't care about how you feel about things. And every time you go to protest, you know you got an enemy on your side because all they're gonna say is, Well, this country's not racist, so it is what it is, type shit. You feel me? And my thing and my thing with that is is I feel like even if you are, even if these parties did care about us, bro. My thing is, you can't bypass bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say, let's say the Democratic Party was really like for black people and all this other shit. It doesn't matter if she says some bullshit. You gotta, you gotta hold her on that shit, bro. She said some fucked up ass shit, bro. How the fuck are you gonna sit here and say, as a black woman, as a HBCU grad, as a AKA? Sit here on national television and say that America isn't racist after all the fuck shit we've been through. And my thing is, I feel like she's gotten to the point now where she's in the White House. We have a white president who's co-signing her. She has a white husband. And I feel like people are looking past the bullshit that she's on. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like when when... When situations like that, man, if if it's some fuck shit, bro, you gotta call people out. I don't give a fuck. Cam, if you would have went on the air and said, 
America isn't a racist country. I'm calling your ass. I said, I'm not supporting this shit. I will literally get on goddamn think about it and be like, bro, I'm not fucking with that shit, bro. For real. I'm not fucking with that shit. You wrong. But people, bro, like, bro, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. No, I, it's not okay to admit that you wrong. Because I'm going to you, a lot of y'all voters, in, that like I've been, y'all know I've been going on tirade the last couple months. The same people who were telling people y'all need to go out and vote in November, the most worst thing in this country is Trump. He's a racist. What has changed since Trump been out of office? The same business is still going on as when he was in office and was before in office. And um, even though I don't agree with everything Umar Johnson says, and even though he might say some real shit, because I believe, honestly, Umar sounds smart to a dumb nigga sometimes. But um, Umar even said, like, like, the main thing black people did was try to make Trump is the face of racism instead of the system. Y'all made Trump the scapegoat. Y'all said if Trump get out of office, all racism is gonna end. We're gonna be out here saying cool by y'all with white people, everything gonna change. No, it's not shit gonna change because the American system of of this country does not give a damn about black people. And the biggest thing is exploiting people. America loves to exploit you. Loves to get what they can out of you, but not do shit for you unless you're gonna help them gain more money. And if I, you're not helping them gain my money, they don't give a fuck about you. And I feel like this, I feel like, think about it, is the is the platform that motherfuckers need to listen to, bro. Just for the simple fact, though, bro, I feel like a lot of black people are enslaved mentally, bro. A lot of black people are enslaved mentally just off the simple fact that, back to what I said, bro, you allow Kamala Harris to be, y'all, y'all looking at the background and saying fuck the rest after that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all like, okay, well, she went to Howard, which is a HBCU. She's an AKA, which is a black D9 organization. Um, she's black. So Hamlet. half black, but but you know, you know when you know sometimes when black yeah. people see black people, they just like, okay, well, she full if she black, she black. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is y'all allow all all that all that shit. To just determine her and just make it seem like okay well she does no wrong after that you know what i'm saying anything that she could say she could walk up to every black person in america and slap y'all in the face and it's okay because she went to she went to an hbcu she's black and she's an aka so i mean she gotta be for black people she, yeah, she, she gotta be she, for black people so but my thing is i feel and that's why i feel like y'all mentally enslaved bro y'all gotta get out of this mindset bro when when shit is fucked up y'all have to call niggas out on that shit bro I don't give and, a fuck. And, I don't give a fuck if, if Joe Biden is quote unquote better than jo- Donald Trump. At the end of the day, Donald Trump. I mean, Joe Biden hasn't done anything for black people since he's been in office. He hasn't done. But anything. you know, and, and I want to get into that next because we don't. Let's get into the stop Asian hate campaign because you know a lot of the comments been going about stop Asian hate. Like um. Stop Asian hate. I, I agree. I feel like no people should be hated on just because of the color of their skin, where they from, where we're from, all that good stuff. But we had Kamala Harris really tell us, "I never do a thing for just black people. I'm not gonna come up here and tell you I'm gonna do this for a black person. But this is everybody's country. I'm not gonna make you that promise." But y'all really gotta build dedicated stop Asian hate against Asian people. So there's no problem with that. But don't get in your face and tell black people that you're not willing to do a black a bill that just benefits black people that will help us if you want to do it for other ethnic groups. That's a damn bold-faced lie. Yeah. And stop lying to our face and think you're just going to get an office in four years and think you about to get your people back there in two years. No, it's not going to go like that. My thing is, I feel like we need to start... What the fuck? I don't know, man. 
I need to know what the plan for black people is at the end of the day. What what is, what is America's plan? If you if y'all not gonna do shit for it, just say that shit. Like just say but, that shit straight up. But I, I need I need black people. But that's what I'm saying. I need black people to realize they not gonna do shit for it. So unless black people really trying to organize with other black people and try to start doing it for self a little bit. So let me be real, man. You know we can't we can try to push the government right, but just going through electoral politics right now is not the way. For black people to gain any type of liberation or any type of foothold in this country, black people need to start uniting with each other, start pulling our sources together with each other, stop hating on another fucking black man or woman or non-binary person, trans person, gay person, whatever person because who they fucking sleep in the bed with or who they don't like or which y'all don't agree with and possibly a middle ground, work together and start making changes for ourselves. And my thing is also with that is I feel like we need to stop looking towards two parties i feel like we need to get out of that we need to stop looking into just oh well i only have the option between democrat and republican because that's always been the parties that's been mainstream you know what i'm saying i feel like if you see somebody who's who's in a different party and they they have the same views aligned for them educate people about it and vote on it you know what i'm saying we don't have to just we we don't just have Republicans and Democrats. We have so many other people, bro, and we got independents as well. So it's like, bro, like stop worrying about Democrat and stop worrying about Republican. We need to start voting on what's right and not and not what we oh oh I feel like that's my only option. And you know, and like I say, man, like you said, it's more parties, man. Also, yeah, people gotta start doing the research, man. It's not hard to go on the internet to find who else is out there. Sure. And also stop stop, you know what I'm saying? Stop just listening to what you were just taught in school and what they tell you to do. People need to start challenging social norms and what has always been here. We are the youth of this generation. The youth always pushing change. In the civil rights movement, all those people in the civil rights movement were young, mostly young black people pushing change through this country because they were fighters and they grew older. And, you know, when people usually get older, you know, the fight kind of lessens because they got more shit to worry about, family, jobs, etc. Why you young? Because a lot of the young people not doing shit anyway. You need to start getting some damn fight about yourself, you know, some fight about your people and want to change things, not only through voting, through organizing within your community, find something to do to help people in your community to actually uplift something, you know, instead, instead of just going out and voting every two to four years, I'm going to just say four years, I know y'all need to vote every two years, stop going to vote every four years and think y'all finna make a damn change, because you're not, because they don't give a fuck about you, and you're not putting money in their pocket. For sure. No word, man, so, also, man, I got another topic, bro. What's up? Let's get on to Kevin fucking Samuels, man. Kevin Sam has the internet going crazy lately, man. And my biggest thing about the growth of Kevin Samuel is I don't agree with everything Kevin Samuel says, but you know, if I don't agree with a person, I don't say anything about it. You know what I'm saying? I just, okay. I don't get it, but you know, I feel like people have made Kevin Samuels more famous than what he originally was going to be because the haters are drawing attention to him and people are actually starting like, damn, I kind of fucked Kevin Samuels a little bit. What did he say? So what is your opinion of Kevin Samuels and his growth to fame? I mean, I don't got no problem with Kevin Samuels. I mean, I follow him, but I also don't follow him. Like, he's on my Instagram. He pops up whenever he gets on live and shit like that. But I don't always get on his I, – I mean, matter of fact, I never get on his live. And I never watched what the fuck he posts. Because my thing is this. I feel like Kevin Samuel has got to a point where he's gotten famous for disrespecting black women. You know what I'm saying? And these black women are the reason why he's famous. 
because that's that's his target audience. So they come on the show. He asks us how old they are, what's their weight, what's their occupation. <laughs> and then how many kids you got? And then exactly if you got kids or not. And then basically he says one of two things. How do you expect a man to love you if you fat? How do you expect a man to love you if you're not making that much money? How do you expect a man to love you if um you that big or you know you that tall? Like just little shit. He says the basic ass shit. Like, and I feel like people people talk shit about Kevin Samuels, but y'all the same motherfuckers who are clicking his videos whenever some on um, the shade room or academics or whoever the fuck y'all, you know, y'all third party source of news is posts them. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I can't really be mad at Kevin Samuels because he's just doing what's get, getting him money at the end of the day. And it's the same thing, like, for instance, with Charlemagne. Like, people used to always talk shit about Charlemagne back in the day and how he used to say wild shit and how he used to be disrespectful. But they talked him into popularity, though. Exactly, this and that's what I used to tell people. I was like, but y'all got to understand, that's what's paying that man bills. That man got a wife and kids at the end of the day. He got to feed his family. And, and what's entertaining and what's making him bread is him – Coming on the Breakfast Club, saying that he's gonna, oh, saying he gonna <laughs> snip the fart out of people's ass and shit like that. Like that's what y'all, that's what y'all tuning into. Because my thing is, people always love to talk shit about people and celebrities and artists. But at the end of the day, y'all are the same motherfuckers who are tuning in when they go on live, when they make a post, when they make a tweet, anything. So my thing is, can you really be mad if you? And you probably, and I feel like people sometimes think like, oh, okay, well, it, I'm only one person. Like, how the fuck? But one person makes a difference. Because it's one person here, then another person here. You're not the only one person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And Kevin Samuels, the anomaly with him, man, like, I feel like the, the shit I really don't feel bad about is the one who go on his show. Exactly. You know it. You know what he fucking finna say to you. You done heard it the 10, 20 other women. So when he disrespect your ass, I feel like you kind of signed up for this shit. Because I feel like you knew what he was finna say. Mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels do not surprise people when he go on his podcast or to go on his live or anything like that. He don't give you what he been giving you. He don't call you an NFL running back or NFL linebacker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a lot of men who support shit like that, too. So he going to bring in that crowd. He bring in the women crowd. I ain't kind of thinking like, damn, y'all want to get disrespected? Y'all know what y'all like. I had never heard Kevin Samuels like give a woman a compliment, like, ever. I ain't never went. I never seen a clip like that. Not damn. paying the bills, Cam. <laughs> it's not paying. Yeah, you know the bills. what I'm saying. So when <laughs> when you go up there, I feel like you really kind of signed up like for a roast or some shit. Like you getting roasted in front of a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, up to a million people because you want to go out there and think you finna be the best. I feel like girl, he ain't gonna say that shit about me because really, I got all my shit in tape. This thing, you know, he ain't got on you major as a me. I don't feel yeah, like I said, like you said, bro. I don't feel bad for anybody who go on the show. I don't feel bad for anybody who get disrespected because at the end of the day, Kevin Samuels is a human being just like the rest of us. Kevin Samuels trying to make money the best way he can, like the rest of us. Kevin Samuels has to pay, you know, pay bills, bro. So at the end of the day, I can't feel bad because that's like that's like jumping in a water full of sharks. And thinking they not finna eat your ass, bro. Not finna bite. Come on. Sound like a dumb ass to me, man. Exactly. So, Kevin Samuels, keep doing your damn thing. 
keep cussing these women out, calling these motherfucking linebackers. And black women, if you really don't fuck with Kevin Samuels, stop tuning in. I ain't gonna say all that, man. man. I don't fuck with Kevin Samuels. You know he my frat brother. You know he. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, hold up, hold up, Cam, hold up, hold up, Cam. You talking about this man? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We right here with it. We right here with it. You talking it's about a, this man? A, that's a sad. That's a sassy move. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, so it's the hair for Kevin, me, bro. Kevin Samuels, but damn, this shit funny, man. Also, man, shit, I ain't. I should have gave a who do you love. I forgot to mention the early episode, man. R.P. DMX. I don't think I recorded since DMX oh, passed away. Oh yeah. Yeah, so really really R.P. DMX. They even open up another topic. Like, do you feel like hip hop protects his legends or take the veterans in the game? Because we have a lot of hip hop artists, especially. Diddy bitch ass. I feel like Diddy a hoe. Me personally, he want like to come Diddy. out. No, because Diddy loves to come out and say we need to protect hip hop artists. We need to do this for hip hop. We always need to do this. Black people need to do. It. He love to tell what niggas need to do, but he never be the one doing the shit. You feel me? Damn. He love to tell the motherfucker what they need to do, but he actually got the money, the power, and the recognition to do a lot of shit. But he love to tell the motherfucker what they need to do. So, how do you feel about hip hop protecting legends? And do they do we need to pay not us, but people in hip hop need to pay more respect to the legends in the game and take care of? Them. So, what you what you mean by that? Like, like use that like as as far as the DMX situation, like like a DMX situation, like should like I hear a lot of time rappers talking about we need a rapper say we need a union. People talking about the hip hop union where people uh, rappers got health insurance. Rappers got a retirement plan that they do when they end up getting out the game, even though rappers never retire, so I don't know how the fuck they would work. Like, niggas try to drop a verse every year. Um, doing things like such as that, they make sure when people are down in the situation, because you know when rappers fall off a lot of times, they don't have no support or anything, they ain't no in bad situation. Have basically having some fallback where people in the community, hey man, we're gonna keep you up, we're gonna keep you in the house and shit like that. How you feel about it? I feel like, um, like I feel like with a lot of rappers, bro. If you manage your money well while you in the game, it's it's you should be straight once you get out. You know what I'm saying? I feel like DMX had a lot of hits. So I feel like he should even if even he can rap, he cannot rap and still have money. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's nothing that we people like us can do. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about I'm talking about talking about people like Diddy, Dr. Dre, uh, Jay Z, um, the little babies and I'm talking about rappers in the game, what the fuck they can do because you know, there's a lot of rappers that we see fall off and go to the wayside and die and then everybody like we should have cared about them more when they was alive and why do people not? niggas niggas the fans can't do shit for them, be real. Yeah. It's y'all motherfuckers be on the same label with them. Y'all be all in their face at the party at the kickbacks. He ha ha my how much money is. And when they fucked up, y'all like, oh man, I ain't know he, you knew he was fucked up like that. I like it's like if we go to school with somebody, we went to school with people, we knew them when they was fucked up, like, they going through something. Yeah. Either you gonna talk about it or try to help them do some shit about it. So I know in the rap circuit gotta be the same way. And like it did it, um, because I saw another rapper pass away, Black Rob. He couldn't even goddamn get money to fill up his damn GoFundMe. But we got a motherfucker like Diddy with millions of dollars talking about what he need to do, for, what people need to do for rappers. And then you got the money to do shit for rappers, you ain't got one of your own. But you want the people on the street to do some shit, but you not doing that. Shit, shit, a lot of shit. Hey, what we used to say, the shit sound good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit sound good. Motherfuckers have money, but niggas not willing to spend that shit on anybody unless it's unless it's. My tight, my tight group or myself. 
You know what I'm saying? We had rappers like like Diddy, bro. Like you had whole rappers go for me, and he ended up dying because he couldn't feel like get his medical treatment. And this is somebody from New York that used to be in the same circle around. But you want to tell people also we need to take care of our legends. Man, you're not even taking care of the legends. Like, I feel like niggas talk shit so it can sound good, get some retweets, get some likes. Oh, people think, yeah, did a real nigga, man. Nah, nigga, he ain't a real nigga. Fake nigga. He said shit on the internet, but he ain't doing stuff that real life to help some people. Yeah. Yeah. A, nah, lot, of, a lot of shit just sounds good, man. A lot of people not, they not, they not, they don't care, bro. <laughs> they don't care. Once you get to a certain level, bro, motherfuckers stop caring about other people, bro. No, I really feel like it's a shame because DMX had so many struggles in his life. And all these rappers, talk, every time he used to overdose, they talk about what they, what they should do or what we can do. But none of y'all actually were doing it. So, these are really good for Or do you just, I, I feel like a lot of even entertainers, celebrities, and rappers, they do a lot of stuff for public relations. You know what I'm saying? Let's say put an act of good faith, put a word out. That's all we really got to do. Because people not going to hold us accountable. I don't think fans could do though and start holding these rappers and these entertainers accountable and start actually counseling people instead of fake counseling people, you know what I'm saying? Because when people say stuff and they're not doing it, you shouldn't fold with it, you know what I'm saying? Stop fucking with bullshit. You know, I actually, um, I usually don't give out stuff I write in my journal, but I said, man, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fake stuff and, and fake love getting glorified, but when something real happens, Nothing ever gets a light shine on it, man. It's a lot of bullshit getting glorified, fake love. People are attracted to this shit. It's not really going to happen. Shit is not real. But some real shit happened. You know I ever want to get behind it. Or actually, when you see a motherfucker now, you're ready to talk about it, actually getting behind them, man. So I just feel like these rappers in the city start talking about it. Y'all actually do something, man. And they Too not much because, like, like, for instance, you know, we talk about DMX and we say, you know, uh, we it's the same shit every time somebody die, bro. We got to give them their flowers. You know, and, and stuff like that. And my thing is, I really feel like you can't say that shit if you wasn't giving your flowers to that individual when it was here. You know what I'm saying? You really can't say that, you know? And my thing is just also, like, they say that shit, and then they don't do nothing about it. Like, with me, like, I, I, I done lost a couple people in my life, so I always try to make sure that, you know, I give love more than I give hate. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I feel like that could be taken as weakness. I also feel like sometimes it makes me foolish as well because it's like I always try to go the higher route even when people disrespect me because I know at the end of the day, I feel like if somebody passes away, I'm going to feel bad. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man. Stop. I don't know. Listen, man, start giving a love to people out of here, man. They even take this out of route for the for the regular people watching the podcast. I know there's a bunch of regular people watching this shit, man. People who live in everyday life in reality instead of their fake internet shit. Uh, start showing love to people in your real life, in your circle. Actually start giving love when we see somebody and help, really help them, man. Because just talking about some shit, bro, and talking about what you're going to do with somebody not really helping them, man. You could end up, people really don't know the impact on people's lives, you know what I'm saying? People take that, like, even though we just everyday people, you don't know what the change you made in somebody's life, what you're going to do in somebody's life to help that person grow today, go tomorrow, get them back on their feet, man. So I always reach out to people, show love to people, and just be a positive person, man. Right. And I feel like that's one thing outside of the black community and doing. Get back in community with people, man. Start lifting each other up and helping each other out. For sure. I done had people like random motherfuckers say some goddamn shit and make me think about that shit like, damn. Like, I really need to get my shit together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember that time 
me and you, it was uh, South Carolina State homecoming. And you remember that te- that dude that was saying he was a teacher and stuff? Yeah. That shit really hit me. I don't even remember what the fuck buddy name was. I don't, I ain't seen buddy since, but the shit he was talking that night, bro, that shit really made me think. And also, you know, since we since we giving, you know, our our condolences and stuff, I'm going to give my condolences to uh, Black Rob's family, too, because Black Rob passed away not too long. Yeah, I was talking about earlier because I was saying Black Rob. Yeah, I think he passed yeah, away. Yeah, that's, that's the one who needed to go find me. Exactly. That's the one who needed to go find me, and, and nobody could fill it out, but he was going to talk about it. Yeah. So, rest so in yeah, peace, man. Max, rest in peace, Black Rob. Rest in peace to anybody who passed away already in 2021 and before. You worry, man. Also, I just want to close out this on the top of the episode and just what's your live view after graduation? How you feel like moving after graduation? And what what like what are your plans? What's been on your mind since that, man? After graduation, man, the shit really ain't hit me. Like it's hit me, but it ain't really like punched me in my face. Yeah, I really feel like it hit me whenever everybody heading back to school and stuff like that. And I'm just sitting at home looking like a dumbass. Um, my plans. I'm really trying to get the fuck about of South Carolina, man. South Carolina has done a lot for me, but I feel like this isn't anywhere where I could really expand as a creator and expand as a man and expand as an individual. Like I need to get out of South Carolina. I'll come back, but I can't. I can't be here right now. I gotta get up out of here. No, it's been a lot of things on my mind since graduation. I feel like the biggest thing is this, like, any journey you take in life, I always take every moment as a precious moment. For sure. You know, it was a lot of times during that four years, I was just moving and grooving. And a lot of times, I wish I could go back and just take it in. You know what I'm saying? Because after graduation, I realized, I ain't count was, um, I stayed at one of my home, but shout out to Matt Rocks. I don't know Matt Rocks, okay. but shout out to Matt Rocks, man. He let me stay at his house seeing week, so. For sure. Just sat in, sat in the house for like a good hour just thinking about everything that happened in college and how I wish I could even savor things more and just go back and revisit the good times and even some of the bad times because the good times, the bad times going to make you the person that you are. Right now. And I was going to grow you as a man. You know what I'm saying? I was just thinking like, man. All I think I would go back and, and just savor the moment and take things in and, and appreciate people. And well, you got really because really, man, after graduation, I know a lot of people I will not see on the I will not ever see again. Ever. Some people might come back to homecoming, but you know have some people don't even come to homecoming. All thing you do is see them in social media or see them doing something in the world. Just appreciate every moment you have with everyone. And like I was saying earlier, so don't understate your impact as a person, you know what I'm saying? It was a couple people hit me up outside once that's when I started posting my graduation pictures and my graduation posts. Who hit me up outside and told me how much me graduating and me going to school has has affected them, and I didn't even know. People from my city telling me, "Yeah, man, I'm proud that you did that because the journey I saw was easier, man. I ain't do that, man. I'm in the streets, I'm doing all this other stuff, but you going to school motivate me and motivate people in this city." To do, do better things and be a positive role model. I did not even know that. People ain't talked to in years. You know what I'm saying? So, and just no people is always watching you even when you don't know it. You know what I'm saying? So say that shit too. Just, just keep living, keep being a positive person. And for my plan, person, like you said, move out of South Carolina. But also, while I'm in South Carolina, still start appreciating the relationships because you know, 
every time you make a step in the journey, even though you might not intentionally leaving people behind, you kind of is because you don't know once you leave a certain place or once you leave a certain area, you know who you'll ever see again. And even I noticed that when I was in college, um, people who I had close relationships with, I haven't seen since. You know, even after leaving high school, uh, family members passing away, homeboys dying, and things like that. So you really got to cherish everything you have with people and show love with people and always try to move in a positive manner and have a positive impact because everything we do in life is precious. Everything. From the moment you wake up to the morning, you step foot out of that bed, even even getting precious. A lot of people don't experience that. People go and die every day. People get in car wrecks, can't even walk again. People get shot, killed. It's, it's a lot of things happening in the world. So anything that you can do positive and you can make it through your day, that is a blessing in itself. Mm-hmm. So you got to take everything in. Show love to the people around you. Show love to people not even around you. Even if you haven't seen nobody in a while, just hit them up and say, bro, sister, how you doing, man? Like, like how you living? I feel like that's what we fall short of. I feel like a lot of people have pride. They be like, you know, I, I wasn't the last person to hit them up. I mean, I was the last person to hit them up or, or, or they not contacted me, you know. And I feel like, man, at the end of the day, man, sometimes you got to be the person who, who starts the field to the fire. You know what I'm saying? Stop always using pride as a reason to not be a better person. You know what I'm saying? Because pride doesn't get you nowhere. I feel like a lot of people who are successful in this world are successful because they didn't have pride. They did. They wasn't prideful enough to say, hey, I need help. It wasn't prideful to the point where they was like, you know, hey, I miss you or, or, or hey, can we just talk for a little bit? It's plenty of people that I, I, I take time to actually hit up me like, you know, I was thinking about you. I just wanted to, you know, make sure you straight. Blase, blase. We don't even got to get into a whole big ad conversation. We don't ever got to even, it, it could just be like, hey, I'm checking on you. And you say, okay, as long as I know you straight, that, that's all I, at the end of the day, I always tell people when you die and you at them gates, you have to be comfortable enough to say, I did what I had to do when I was on this earth. You know what I'm saying? And, and just going back to what you were saying, bro, like, I mean, I feel like I soaked in every moment, but I feel like at the end of the day, I my my biggest thing was I just was looking back at a lot of things, like, you know, because also, you know, during senior week, I was over at Matt's house, too, shout out to Matt. And, and I was also thinking myself just like, you know, just places, like, just even, like, places where I was going, like, damn, like, I did this here. I did this here, I did this here, and it's just like, I ain't never going to be able to do that shit again, bro. I ain't never, ever, ever, ever going to be able to do that shit again. The way that I did it, the first time, I'll never be able to do it again. I passed, you know, you know, the Ave. I passed, you know, Matt's house. Like, we we, we did a lot of shit in Matt's house. Just being, um, Chanticleer, just being at, um, Claflin, just being at state, just being just all different types of places. And I'm just like, bro, I'm old. Like, like I used to look at alumni when I was like my freshman year and just be like, damn, like y'all niggas ain't gonna be able to do this shit again. And then now I'm the person who ain't gonna be able to do this shit again. And that shit crazy, bro. Like that's that shit crazy, bro. And I feel like, man. Keep checking on your class, bro. Keep checking on the people that you rock with throughout college, man. Don't let life consume you so much to the point where you forget shit that's important, bro. 
don't forget about the people that you love, bro. Don't forget about, you know, people that you associated with. Like, even though y'all not the bestest of friends, bro, that don't mean you can't check on nobody, bro. That don't mean you can't check. Because honestly, even sometimes checking on people, that could be the, that could be the, the, the deciding factor of life or death, man. You know, like, just checking up on somebody and being like, hey, just checking up on you, that could make somebody a day, man. You know, that could really make somebody a day, man. Don't, like I said, don't let pride fuck up a good thing, bro. I feel like a lot of people let pride fuck up a good, some good ass shit, bro. That's why I try to be as prideless as possible because it's like, you never know, bro. You never know. You know, and you know, I live on Kendrick's song, man. Like, Kendrick had a song, man. One of the lyrics on. Pride, pride has been a deal for you and me. Pride has been a deal for a lot of people. Pride has been a downfall for a lot of people. Let that pride go, cause you know what I'm saying, man. Most are gonna hit me up, so fuck them. I'm not gonna hit them up exactly. either. Like you ever hit the ring and shit? That's not even you don't know what the motherfucker going through. But I ain't hit you up. Exactly. I'm gonna hit a mama die, daddy die, all type of thing. But you know, you being private thing. Well, I'm so important. And I feel like people sometimes, you know, understate the importance. I feel like sometimes people overstate their importance as well as saying, I'm the most important person in this world. People always got to come to me first because I'm this, this, and this. Man, put that pride to the side and just show love, man. Because love going to win out in the end over everything. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, just stop being prideful, man. Just stop being prideful because y'all going to be the first motherfuckers if anything ever happened to somebody that you, you, you kind of fuck with, like even a little bit fuck with, y'all going to be the first people to be like, oh, man, like, I'm sorry, man. I love you so much and all this other shit. Like, don't say it now, man. You should have said it when they was here. You got to get powers when they're here, man. Man, you got to start moving, man. It's, it's being good people just because it's just great to be a good person. You know what I'm saying? Leave all the other bullshit behind and just grow. Show. Grow and show love, man. I, I know y'all probably say can say show love like a thousand times. Cause I'm just big on that, man. Just show love, man. I don't hold no bad grudges or ill intent with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Even people I ain't rock with, I ain't got no problems, no beef with anybody, man. Just cause really, man. All this shit don't matter when I go to sleep at night. Shit don't matter when I wake up. It really just some silly shit. My head at the time, you know what I'm saying? And so just shit. show love to people, man. And a lot of times, man. A lot of times that love, uh, that love weigh less than that hate. Because my thing is, and, and I'll explain a little bit. When you when you show hate to somebody, you you give so much energy into that shit. Like, man, fuck that motherfucker. Like, every time you see him, your demeanor change. You give him all this energy for a motherfucker that you hate. When you can just be like, it is what it is. Let that burden go, man. And, and, you know, go. And, and you know how much less energy it is to give in to the bullshit than you is giving in to just loving somebody, man. And sometimes that's what a motherfucker needs. Sometimes that's what a motherfucker needs is just to be loved, bro. So many people have so much hate going on in their life. So many people have so much hate in their heart, in their mind, in their body, in their soul that sometimes you as an individual just loving them could be the deciding factor of a lot of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying, man. Give give that love instead of just giving that hate, man. Because a lot of times, that hate weighs more than that love. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to love, man. It's just easy to just be like, or it's easy to love and it's easy to just let God handle things, man. Sometimes you you sometimes you don't even have to be angry at anybody. Sometimes you don't even have to just have this 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 feeling towards anybody sometimes you just be like bro 
I wish the best for you. I wish you you succeed everything you need to. I'm just let God handle it. Sometimes yeah, let, go, let man. God handle it. Less is more. That's what another thing yeah. motherfuckers need to learn is less is more, bro. And like the old folks say, man, let go and let God. You know what I'm saying? God. Let go and let God, man. For real, man. And this, and that's it, man. So that's the, that's the episode for the day, man. So got a lot of shit off our chest, man. Glad to be back. My brother, you know, just talking, talking shit, talking real shit, talking funny shit. For sure. Like, so this is just a blessing to be in here with you, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. For real, it is. Every day we wake up, man. Every day we can get on the phone and talk shit, make fun of each other, get on the game, whatever the fuck we doing, you know, it's a blessing, man. And I appreciate every moment of it because I know, you know, when God call us, are we going to be sitting there like, damn, we wish we could have did more. And I, I know I know. at the end of the day, I've done enough with Cam that if anything would have happened, I could feel comfortable and I could sleep fine at night because it's like, you know, I did the best for my brother, man. I did the best by my brother. You know, I showed him love, all that shit, you know? It's real, man. For real. But y'all know what we do every end of the episode, man. Let's get into right. the clothes, man. Clothes! Clothes, something somebody black doing, man. This basically the clothes, something somebody black doing. Man, I, man, I ain't gonna care, man. I ain't had time to, to see anything that anybody black has been doing because my black ass... <laughs> My black ass been doing so many damn photo shoots, so I'm plugging my goddamn self. Strike motherfucker production, man. If you ain't booked me for graduation, you a sad guy, and your pictures gonna be shitty, nigga. If you ain't booked me yet, if you ain't seen King Cam pictures, man, go on Cam Instagram. The link gonna be down below. Check out on fire-ass pictures, man. And we went viral, nigga. Fuck y'all niggas on God, bro. We went viral. <laughs> if you ain't doing your graduation pictures yet, bro, it's never too late to do your graduation pictures, man. Book me now today, Strike Production, man. I'ma book my I'ma I'm put my Instagram, my photography Instagram below, man. Book me right now for sure. Boy, man, shout out. I'm busy plug strike, man. Strike production got me right, man. Strike photography, strike production doing all the things, man. For sure. The link will be below, man. So what's the food for thought, brother? Ooh, I got a good one for y'all niggas. It's been a minute, so I got a good one. You ready? Go ahead, brother. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. But I'm everyone's glass of water. So think about that. You get it? I'm gonna I'm explain it to y'all since y'all might not get it. Cause I know I, I know we got some slow viewers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna explain it for the people. So when I mean by I'm not everybody's glass of tea, not everybody like you know tea the way everybody else like the tea. Some people like they shit unsweet, some people like they shit mild sweet, some people like they shit medium sweet, some people like they shit sweet as hell to the point they shit the sugar at the bottom. So I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I'm everyone's glass of water because the simple fact that everybody need water. You need water to stay hydrated. You need water to move functional. When you when you got a cold, you drink water. I'm everybody's glass of water. So I'm, er I'm what everybody need, but I ain't what everybody want. Word, man. I'm just I'm just going to get a quote out of a book I've been reading lately. I don't think it's his Stokely quote, but it's a quote. He's one of his favorite quotations. I've just been thinking about the last couple of days. Um, if I am not for myself, who will be? If I am for myself alone, who am I? If not now, when? If not you, who? Mm. And that's the food for the thought for me, man. For the week, man. This is the Think About It podcast, and we out of here. Peace. Podcast, man.